0: Creativity for the society the, the process, process podcast. That's rad. It's the process podcast, episode 286. Got very thrown off by the intro there because I went to uh, play the music, mm. kick us off. And I couldn't hear it, even though the volume was up and it was playing. I thought, that's very strange. Why is that? And I've set up my Google Mini again back in my room properly. And I've muted the the microphone on it just because I don't want the FBI listening. And so I just use it as a Bluetooth speaker predominantly. And I forgot that it was still connected. And so the music all of a sudden started playing out of the speaker, caught me very off guard, spooked my new plant, and uh, but now we've recovered from that mm. traumatic ordeal. And that's my uh, that's it. Yep, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. It's your
1: PSA for the day.
0: That's my that's my PSA for the day. Of always remember to always remember what Bluetooth devices your phone is connected to
1: right that is kind of a nerve-wracking thing i feel like
0: it's terrifying especially with the new like cast cast to tv technology yeah and it can happen just by a fumble of fingers oh that's terrifying that's
1: the thing because i always leave my bluetooth on because like
0: oh you're crazy
1: well i guess like most that's why your battery drains so fast you think so i think it drains faster with bluetooth on 100 percent. okay let's time to bluetooth bluetooth sucks power okay well maybe i mean the battery is fucked either way it's like it is true i think it's like the the highest it can actually hold is like 73 or 74 percent even wow. though it says 100 it's like yeah that's how it just it's i guess it's, it's like, like four fantastic. years old right
0: yeah it would make sense honestly at this point
1: going on to be five like yeah so um but yeah because i'm usually at home all the time so if i want to connect sure. to my google home Or to my to my headphones because my new headphones are Bluetooth, right? Mm. Um, I think
0: they're not new headphones anymore.
1: No, just my just my better headphones headphones now. Yeah, my my not old headphones. Headphones. Um, so I just keep it on, and then sometimes Mm. I'll get in the car, and again because I really get in the car with my parents now. But when I do, it like automatically connects to the car, Uh -uh, and I have to remember to like turn it off. Yeah, because I'm like I don't want someone randomly calling me or whatever, but.
0: I was gonna say that or like a tab that gets left open and is still actively playing sound or thinks yeah, it's actively playing no, exactly. sound and, until it's reconnected and then you get into the car and it's just boom ch- ba- ba- boom boom <laughs> chica- boom. Exactly. And that's the last thing you need.
1: It's the last thing I need. It would be and kind of fun. Starts like, yeah.
0: I mean there's there's YouTube videos of that, like people opening laptops and
1: Yeah, just to catch people's
0: see if they just to catch for people it. off guard. Yeah. But I don't know that would that just terrifies me the the thought of that terrifies me. Right. So now I'm I'm reminding myself of that lesson to always monitor what I'm connected to bluetooth wise. Can so you imagine you do that at, at like a workplace by accident.
1: Well, it's like well, I feel like especially now people work from home the, the risk the the fear of sharing your screen and leaving a tab open. Oh yeah. Which it, which never. if you have like eight tabs open and you've got like stuff you're working on stuff you're just reading sports news and then also a not safe for work tab that's That's strange like usually it's incognito or whatever privacy Mm -hmm. mode or whatever you separate because you don't usually do the same those two tabs like are needed back to back like that's weird that's strange
0: if you need to close a window super fast, you close the one that only has two tabs open, not the one that has eight or nine or ten. Yeah, that's just it's like you're related. asking. And someone it. comes yeah, someone oh. comes by your desk and there's just nothing open. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like refreshing my system settings.
1: That would be kind of cool. Just kind of just power move. They're just like you know <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, just uh, open you look at a tab and it. you're like, um, you know, like you left that tab open. They're like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And no, I go back I to it later. Just serious, I'd be like, okay,
0: respect, Fair enough respect, <laughs> respect. It's almost not that. I think that would almost be better because you're not even you're not trying to hide it. You're just being honest. Why hide it? Honesty is embarrassing. Fuck it. Everyone probably does it. That's the
1: thing. Yeah, we were looking this up stats up the other night. It's literally the tenth most, um, visited website visited in world, website in the world,
0: which is insane probably facebook was another one up
1: there i, I didn't see think. the list should we Can find imagine it has more i feel like google's one of them probably right because oh, it counts it as a website right probably is Google number has one has to be i would
0: hope i would really hope otherwise like that's a serious monopoly i would think internet um internet usage people
1: uh, i think it must be right yeah one is google two is youtube three facebook four twitter
0: wow i wasn't expecting twitter to be up there i guess yeah. it makes sense first
1: though. google then youtube facebook twitter instagram badu Baidu.
0: that's like chinese google oh wikipedia or china china google
1: hmm. wikipedia they don't have the internet yandex yahoo is still nine
0: we still have a lot of seniors in the population. That's Ten says why.
1: X videos, which is not it. And then 11, WhatsApp, 12 Netflix, 13, another porn site, 14, Amazon. Surprised it's so low. 15 live.com. 16 Yahoo. Um dot co dot JP. Pornhub 17. Mm. I don't know if this is an old or a new i guess they're changing
0: this is definitely pre-pandemic for sure
1: (laughs) it just goes right to right number two or three (laughs) you never know
0: the fact that it's in the top 10 though or in the top 20 of how many websites are out there in the world indeed
1: comes at number 50 right now
0: Ooh, interesting that makes sense i guess that makes sense they put a lot of money into marketing and stuff and ads and whatnot zip recruiter as well that's another one mm. i bought a plant last night i did not buy a cactus right um i just feel the need to close the loop on that story but i bought a alocasia amazonia
1: mm. yeah that's the the latin name
0: that is the i think it, it's definitely a latin name but if you're a pretentious plant person that's what you call it if you're not a pretentious plant person and you're a hipster um then you call it an african mask plant
1: i was gonna say it kind of just seems like those two two venn diagrams line up yeah so like a hipster and an avid plant snob i feel like becomes Mm -hmm. same person
0: yeah i think so but yeah african mask plant because apparently the leaves look like traditional african masks oh cool which is quite interesting um but yeah it's a kind of a big plant it's in a small pot it doesn't need pretty super big big. the leaves are large Mm -hmm. leaves are some of the largest leaves that i have in my room which is quite quite a nice thing Uh, and i watered it today and since then it's been dripping water out of its leaves oh the tips of the leaves are actually dripping water which means from my limited research this is education time that the plant has absorbed the necessary amount of water that it needs to sustain itself based off the current amount of light that it has. And so rather than having it sit in the roots and create like rot, it excretes the water mm. through its leaves, through pores, spores, pores, pores, through pores in the leaves. I'm literally just watching it right now, like one's just hanging on that would be and a, for the whole life cycle cap.
1: it fits into the ecosystem where a little little creature would pop up and drink that yeah. water the excess i
0: know and you know where that creature would go back and live
1: in a little in house our, that happened to be little... designed and built by you exactly exactly a little squirrel and yeah. his like squirrel version of falling water <laughs>
0: oh that would be so cute this is
1: this is falling water but for bees
0: Oh, that's, I kind of like that a lot, Mm. actually. That would be so nice to just develop into something. Oh, that would be clean. That would be really, really clean. I did uh, did a handful of sketches yesterday or the day before. It was the day before. It was the holiday Monday. Spent a good amount of time sketching, which felt nice. And I did a dog view right, of a vehicle, did a dog view of a vehicle, of the Tiny Tots truck. It's just Mm -hmm. an absolutely very, very low view looking up at this three block wooden truck toy thing. And I think it's one of my best automotive sketches that I've ever done in my life. And I'm going to call it automotive sketches because it is what it is. It has
1: wheels and it
0: is a truck.
1: So yeah, no, it's definitely automotive.
0: Has the potential to anything absolutely anything in the world mm-hmm. um, and then I thought about I, I'm gonna try not I'm gonna try I'm going to because it's easy enough, but create a 3 d model of it mm-hmm. and render it. render it and try and render an animation mm. in keyshot because this the forms are simple enough that there's no like rendering this stuff for thesis is just unnecessarily painful because it's so big and so many like complex surfaces this is just basic geometric shapes Mm. with a material applied to it so i figured that it's probably going to be pretty easy to easy for the computer to handle the animation component of it um so I think that would be a cool thing as you could make a gif and include a gif on like a website, but I like the idea of an actual animation, like real product, real textile-y, where it's like coming in and like maybe twisting and stopping in place. Hmm. So that's and that popped into my mind at some point in the afternoon. Like I should animate. I should animate that that CAD thing. And then now that's literally been the only thing stuck in my head since. Mm. And I need to do it. Otherwise, I'm just talking about it. Which is again a common thing. There's only so many hours in the day. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's about what's been on my design mind for the last 24 hours. What about you? What's been on what's been on your design mind?
1: Hmm. Um Honestly, more Dracula posters. Really, I did some the other day, right? Mm-hmm. I have my Instagram, and then uh, I I put them on the Instagram. I finally found a a up that I liked because I was trying to find one. I just couldn't find one that I really liked for the for the posters. But did that, and then I've just been like thinking about more more posters actually no. what's it's even more on my mind is model making right now mm, model making has okay. been heavy on my mind i i was um i was doing a little bit yesterday on little i don't know if i ever said this on air but i had a little uh I had a little hot wheels car of a porsche mm. 944
0: no i right. think you've only mentioned this off oh, okay there. Post Discord Um, session.
1: But it's like it's like a gold color and there's stuff that like, you know, wasn't super like the details wasn't painted. Like the wing on the back was just body color and not black, like the little details. And I found another old Hot Wheels car of mine that had the wheels that were like kind of little miniature versions of the reels I my dream wheels I'd left out on the Mm. porch. So I took the them apart and I painted the wheels black and Mm. I'm in the process of fitting it to um, the nine four four Hot Wheels car, and then I'm going to paint it white, like my classy, car, and like then yours. repaint the lights on it and paint all the little details and everything, so I can have a little mini version oh. of my car. Um, have it on my shelf or something. So I'm working on that, and I'm just like anytime I get to do a little bit of model making, I'm like, ah, oh,
0: I Is there a three? This. Have you been able to find like a 3D model of your car? There's your, lots like, online of your car.
1: There's lots online, but um they're like full models wow. and they're not free. If it, like you can find pretty much any car model that is like really detailed and but it's tough finding them free. Hmm. You can go on like Understand GrabCAD and you can, gotta make money. You can find some cool like supercar ones on like GrabCAD because It's often like students doing project stuff,
0: and they think it's amazing. And they're like, "People are gonna need this in the world." Yeah,
1: so I've got I've got a lot of car CAD models from uh, of cars from GrabCAD Mm -hmm. that are like actually really good quality. Um, but the ones you like, you buy are like literally insane. Like all the components are there, like interiors, Mm -hmm. CADed in it, and like it's
0: like stitching in the seats. That level of detail.
1: I, don't, I haven't looked at one of those close up, but yeah, some Probably of them show oh the pictures, gosh. like the interiors, catted, the the engine, everything like it's oh, some shit. of them are, insane, but they're like, you know, anywhere from like 50 to like 350 kind of thing, you know, depending on what a CAD model. My plan is um,
0: $12. So I'm good with that.
1: So there is that I'll always look, but it's not one of those like super popular cars. I think you'd t- find a tons of free ones.
0: Yeah, you definitely find a 911 whole plethora of nine you might find though. a
1: 911 for free i still have an i don't think but yeah it's not a good one anyways but um i mm-hmm. haven't found one yet and i'm still trying to get a, a model kit but it's hard oh. to find because there's a company it's hard to
0: find because that... like no one makes them or they're just not available there
1: anymore. is a uh there is one brand that makes a knife for model uh, they make two they make a convertible and the and the coupe but Hmm. They're of like it's the same with the Hot Wheels. The Hot Wheels car I have, it's the later model one. Oh, right. So it still looks like the car looks basically the same, but it's just the front end is different.
0: How um, different? Like how different of a facelift is it?
1: Um, it is pretty different. Whereas mine like there's a separate like little kind of bumper that sticks out of the car and it comes back in and there's like a lower bumper piece that comes around and in the later hmm. models it's like all one piece bumper. And it's, like, uh, a lot funny. smoother and stuff mm. like that. Um, so Do you
0: prefer one to the other? Objectively, regardless of the fact that you own one of them.
1: Um I think I always liked the later Model 1s better. Mm-hmm. It's a bit cleaner, but the older ones have grown on me more. Of course. And there's something, like, even more classic 80s about the early Model 1, where it's kind of more boxy. I was thinking the same and thing. And, like, pieces are sticking out. It's not just, like... Sometimes I look at the newer ones now, and it's almost too, like, too curved oh. and too, like, neat. Like, everything follows mm. a certain form, and, every and like, all the lights and the bumpers and everything just fit, like, flush with everything. just like, smooth mm. and clean, but then I look at mine, I kind of like how different pieces are stepping out from others, and it's, like... There's a lot more like servicing going on. I kind of like, it's always grown on me quite a bit.
0: I agree. And I think that's one reason I definitely, like I, I admire the current Porsche vehicles for what they stand for and how they look, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm a huge fan of certain ways that it was executed. Like you said, the entire thing is just almost one continuous surface just broken up with various curves or part lines, which I don't think is bad. There's a place for that. But I don't know. I think that I don't even know how to properly or like articulate it, but it it's just, just like it, it's super it 80s. do something. I,
1: I love the design language of the 80s. Mm. And it's like when you think of like, in my mind the ultimate 80s car the DeLorean. when you think of, of the front it's got this little like bumper piece that sticks out yeah yeah um it's the same thing it's just more boxy it's like there's different do you think something can on. be
0: can look too perfect um like so is... perfect from a technical sense like say take the 911 where proportions are like to the 99%, the styling is to the 99%, the refinement of shape is up to like 99%. Is there a point where something becomes so perfect that it starts to look
1: incorrect or out of place? I would say no. Interesting. Back I th- that up. I think my philosophy on it would be if if it's out of 10, 10 units mm-hmm. or whatever. 10 u- units are perfection. Okay. Technically, I think you could get as far as 9 out of 10. Mhm. Just from like technicality and proportion, blah, blah blah, which is cars art whatever. Um and the last unit is subjective yeah and so i think once you have a little bit of subjectiveness there's always going to be room for discussion and arguments and opinions and bias mm-hmm. because like you could say like you know technically the proportions of the old 911 like for me mm-hmm. the my favorite 911 would be the one that have a little lego car on my fucking shelf beside mm-hmm. me is like the 930 Turbo, which is like in the 80s, I guess. Um, oh no, it'd be a 77 or an 87? Whatever. Um Good 77, or like clue. late 70s, early, 80s, whatever. Um, the proportions of that is just like the classic 911 that I think of. And I think that's like maybe one of the most valuable years too that everyone wants. I think a lot of people will say that is like the best looking one. Mm-hmm. And you say, oh, the proportions great, blah, blah, blah. But I would argue and say, well, from a design and engineering standpoint, the the newest 911 is the mm-hmm. closest to, like, to proportion and form, like, that you can get mm-hmm. compared to the new one. Like, it is, like, Porsche's, like, gradually just been, like, just changing little, like, always tweaking little things, right? And you look at the form of it; it looks very simple. And you look closer, and you see how some of the form changes, and how it goes into like the front splitter and the rear diffuser, and into the wing, and just like little arrow bits and pieces and arrow trickery, and like from design engineering, that I think technically is more perfect. Mm -hmm. But then you could have someone else argue because there's a subjective part of it, and say, "Well, no, you think the old one's perfect because the new one's too complicated." Yeah. Well, it's like maybe, right? So I think there's always like a bit of like opinion that comes to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, you could say some painting is like technically perfect.
0: True, true.
1: But there's always going to be something that like not everyone's going to agree that that is the most perfect painting. Mm. Someone's going to be like, "Well, in my opinion, the the layout of this" could be, a l- could be more perfect. Par. The composition could be slightly more perfect. Or the color or the texture or the shading could be a little bit more perfect.
0: Mm.
1: And then someone's going to disagree. So I think you can only, you That's can true. go almost perfect, perfect, but then there's always going to be a, a little bit of subjectiveness where someone's yeah. going to think this is perfect and other people are going to be you know, depends on what you're looking for, right? A lot of people, people think Mona agree. Lisa is perfect. I true. wouldn't think so, but that's because bias. Because I don't, I like other Da Vinci paintings more than the Mona Lisa, mm-hmm. right? Like it's mm-hmm. so. So I, you know, with cars too, it's like, well, I think, I mean, I don't even think like the DB five, my favorite car is perfect. You might use the word perfect because it's like a subjective thing, it's an irrational thing, yeah. an emotional thing. But someone could sit me down and be like, well, look at the side view. Proportionally, this part of the car should be a bit smaller or a bit bigger. True. Yeah. Or technically, the proportions and the stance and the aggressiveness of a modern Aston Martin are technically better and more perfect than the than a DB5 from the 60s. Mm-hmm. You know, but then you're like, yeah, but like something about the way like DB5 makes you feel. And it's classic. It's like, well, now you're talking emotional.
0: Yeah, because
1: that's if your dream being is objective and going from you know the 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 rubric of what makes a car perfect design wise, Mm. well now you've got off of that rubric and now you're talking like out of your emotion and your bias, right? So it's like your ass, you know. But then you could say like a lot of like you know the '50s era Italian cars. People be like, oh, these Mm -hmm. the design of these are perfect. Two fifty GTO Ferrari, perfect. Whereas like me or someone who's not quite obsessed with that car as someone else might be like, well, actually like the wheel arch doesn't fit the wheel, right? Like this Mm. looks a bit weird or the bumper should have been this shape or the taillight should have been that shape or should have pushed the, the, the greenhouse further forward or for like, there's always like a little bit of bias. That's going to always cause arguments. Right. And, and debate. That's true. So I don't think you can have something that's, too too perfect i don't think so i don't think you want it to be either no so if you can have an absolute perfect car and it literally objectively it's the most perfect car then why would you need any other car
0: yeah everything would become the same everything would start to look i don't know it's a bit boring come an egg yeah
1: if something was so perfect it'd be a bit um it'd be a bit boring i think
0: if everything became perfect therein nothing would be perfect
1: yeah exactly right and it's just like it's also like a strived for perfection but like you'll never get there and that's kind of the point but it's just getting as close to it as possible yeah. the reason and why bruce would never give it. us a perfect
0: and i always appreciated his philosophy on that he said i'll yeah. never give out 100 percent because there's always something to be improved that no and how good you are,
1: yeah. And that's why he was like, Well, if I gave you a perfect, you wouldn't try as hard the next time. Where mm-hmm. you think you're like top shit and you're good enough, you don't need to improve.
0: That's what I liked about Ken's marking, too. Is Ken would always mark just abs- maybe absurdly <laughs> low, maybe it's absurdly low because we've been conditioned to the 80s and the 90s. But maybe when he hands back a, like a 71 and he's yeah, like, got, This oof. is really good. I'm like, yeah. but why is it a 71? He said, because it was really good. I I go. was like,
1: but that, but that doesn't make sense. Not so was really good with like a 92, 90- not a 71, yeah. but okay.
0: Like I'm waiting for Catherine to give me another 100%, please, and thank you very much. Yeah. I just want to boost that GPA. Yeah. But when Ken was marking, because Ken and Catherine would mark in the BRP studio, and then they would average it. So- it would always end up somewhere in the middle. Like, Ken. Ken gave me at the end of that project, I like think an 84. And he said, he was like, this is really well done. This is like one of the highest marks that I've ever given a student. I'm like, wow. I'm gonna shit my pants right now. But then that made me think 84. Most people would be above content to get an eighty-four. Mm. And but then the majority of us were like, yeah, an 84 is pretty pretty solid. It's pretty, it's, I'm used to that. And for him, that being a high, a high mark, that's not to put myself on a pedestal. It's just pointing out a fact that his lower marks, my first couple marks were like 71, 72, 74. That pushed me to work harder because I wanted to prove to him that I was worth, say, yeah. whatever mark he ended up giving me. I think Logan did the same thing. Logan Dohar. He struggled in the very beginning and then realized that Ken was still a hard ass when it comes to marking and got his ass in gear and came. I think we finished that project from Ken with the same mark, which is props to him and Mm -hmm. props to Ken for still being a legend, still being a rad dude. Mm -hmm. It works. Because like you said, it, it you won't try hard enough the next time if you get that higher mark, that higher percentage, whatever it is, which is just boring. Mm. Then there's no strive for perfection. The strive for for perfection is what keeps everybody going.
1: Exactly. That's why we get better cars.
0: That's true. That's true. I've got a I've got a controversial topic, but I'm going to bring that up tomorrow. Yeah. Because um, it could go long. Yeah. So we'll it's see. also automotive related, but it's... Oh. Not okay. the car. It's not the car. Oh, okay. It's, what, is, it. it's what appears on the car.
1: Mm.
0: We're talking lights.
1: Mm. Okay, mm. yeah, save that. It's going to be a long yeah. convo. It's going to
0: be a long one. And uh, if you also want to uh, design perfection or come as close to it as possible, send us yes. an email to hi at com or the website www.bigdesigncompany.com. And you can send podcast questions to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. And Zach Watson. Yes, sir.
1: What is our Instagram? The process underscore underscore podcast.
0: How donkey Beautiful. We will uh see everybody tomorrow.
1: Peace. The process. Assembly required.